Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, G! Leaping grab to Monte Adams! Plus, watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Wow! Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. Chloe Kardashian has a lot to say about a photo posted without her consent. We absolutely need to address the Superman Reggae John Page casting fiasco. And we're talking about getting back on dating apps after a year of COVID with Fabiana Bontempo. It's April 8th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen Lacanti. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. And Casey, I am in a very good mood today. Have you seen JoJo Siwa's People magazine cover? Oh my God, yes, it's so good. It's it's really awesome. It's a cover of her. It says, I'm so proud to be who I am. And it's all about her opening up about her sexuality. She says that she, she prefers the words queer or pansexual. And it's just really exciting to see someone who's a really big like children's icon be so open about this. Yes. And you know what? I think it's really good. And I I hope people are telling her this because I wish people had told me this. You know, at first, when she first came out, she didn't label herself because she herself didn't know what she was labeled as. She didn't know. And now, you know, she's using words like queer and pansexual. And I just want her to know and other people to know that it's okay to use those words now and also change them later if it's so suits you, you know, it's like, especially as her being a public figure, having to like label yourself like that and think that like, if you change it later, it's bad or you don't know who you are. I'm like, I can't even imagine that pressure, but it's okay. Totally. It is wild uh, that we are living in this world where young people can kind of live this coming out journey publicly. I think she's an amazing model. And I want to definitely plus one what you said, Jojo, you never have to label yourself anything. You live whoever you are, however you want to be, you know? But our top story of the day is a little bit less happy. I know, Casey, I know. 
We're starting today with Khloe Kardashian reacting to backlash after her family tried to have an unretouched bikini pic of her scrubbed from the internet. The photo was reportedly mistakenly posted by a Kardashian assistant, and it shows Khloe lounging poolside in a bikini with no Photoshop or filters added to the photo. To be honest, Khloe looks great. Khloe acknowledged that the photo is beautiful, but added, quote, as someone who has struggled with body image her whole life, when someone takes a photo of you that isn't flattering in bad lighting or doesn't capture your body the way it is after working so hard to get it to this point and then shares it to the world, you should have every right to ask for it not to be shared, regardless of who you are. She posted her thoughts alongside a video of her in just a pair of bikini bottoms, jumping up and down, apparently to show what her body really looks like. She captioned that video, yes, I did a live to show you that this isn't photoshopped. Boy, I think Steven and I could both read and or write an essay on all of this. There's just so many thoughts. I almost don't know where to start, but where I will start is that I haven't liked the conversation of people taking sides of whether she's right or she's wrong, because guess what? She can be both at the same time. And I think that she is 100% a victim of body dysmorphia and society. And I cannot even begin to imagine the pressure she's been under when her family you know, she is referred to as the quote unquote fat one. She is. And it's absolutely wild. With that said, she is such a huge platform and the harm that she is doing to other women and girls is just too much for me to comprehend right now. Yeah, I think that's right on. And I think it's so true. You said that both things can be true at once. She is both a victim of a very toxic body culture and she is a perpetrator of it. I mean, one of her biggest shows is called Revenge Body. And the entire premise is that you are going to prove your worth by losing weight. These are things that are really damaging to people. So she has accountability for the, the role that she plays in this kind of body negative world that we're living in. But I also do feel for her. I know that she, she has endured a lot of really unfair criticism. It also upsets me, you know, as someone who who shops for plus size jeans, she has this company, Good American, where it's supposed to represent all these different body sizes. And it makes me feel really like, like I don't want to buy from her because I feel like she actually doesn't support my body. You know, even though this company's supposed to be, it's just a difficult thing to wrap your mind around because there's so many different elements going on. Yeah. And another thing I did, I didn't love that her statement said, I want to show you this body because I've worked so hard for this body. The implication of that, I guess, is that this her body was achieved only through exercise. You know, the Kardashians do a lot of plastic surgery, which there's nothing wrong with at all. But I also think it's sort of damaging to tell people that this is a body you can work for. Actually, it's costs a lot of money and it's surgery. Okay. So moving on. Let's talk about the absolute casting disaster surrounding the planned Superman series, Krypton, and why it will not be starring Reggae Jean Page. A story from The Hollywood Reporter claims the Bridgerton star auditioned for the role of Superman's grandfather. But according to multiple sources, the then co-chairman of DC Films shot down the idea because Superman, quote, could not have a black grandfather. Page addressed the issue on Twitter, writing, quote, hearing about these conversations hurts no less now than it did back then. The clarifications almost hurt more, TBH. Still just doing my thing. Still we do the work. We still fly. You know, there are just so many layers of ridiculousness to this. One of the first that jumps out to me is like the show's called Krypton. 
That is the magical planet where a man with a cape flies around. Now, superhero stories are fairy tales for adults. There's nothing wrong with that. I love it. But the fact that they would draw the line at like, oh, but having a black character would be unrealistic is completely absurd. I'm sorry. I need someone to look me in the face and say aliens aren't black. Like, that is the most, like, absurd thing I've heard. Like, all of it is just so wild. I mean, the joke is truly on them because look what happened to Bridgerton with Reggae Jean Page as the star of it. I mean, really, they missed out on an incredible actor and a person who has proven that he can carry a show and make a show like a really buzzworthy thing. So at the end of the day, they are losing out by not having Yeah, him. I'm not a Superman fan, except for shout out to Smallville. Um, <laughs> but I would go see this if he was in it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Everyone wants to see everything he's doing. He's like the hottest <laughs> new star. I mean, they blew it for sure. All right, moving on. Uh, you know, as a single person, I begrudgingly say it's time to talk about dating. Clearly, that's something that can be kind of tricky during a global pandemic, but that doesn't necessarily mean people have given it up. Enter dating apps and all the quarantine swiping one's heart desires. As restrictions ease, more people are heading back on the apps, including BuzzFeed contributor Fabiana Bontempo. She's joined us today to talk about her experiences. She also wrote the piece, I just got back into the online dating game, and I already want to get out of it. Hi, Fabiana. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Hi, thank you guys for having me. I'm so excited. We're excited too. So you started the pandemic single. What made you decide that it was time to get back on dating apps? Oh, man, what a question. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think I learned from previous experience. I got out of a long-term relationship. I moved into a new apartment. And like a month later, I was on the apps and doing the thing. So I saw what a terrible experience that was. So after this previous breakup and then the pandemic happened, I was like, I need time for myself. I need to like heal from past relationships. Then when I thought that I was ready and enough time passed, I re-downloaded the apps, did the thing. And it was, of course, a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, I love how you said when I thought I was ready. It's like, how do we right. ever know? <laughs> oh, you don't. You really don't know. So before we get into what things are like now. What's your history with dating apps pre-pandemic? Would you say you were a confident user? I will say that I was a confident user. I think that I just had this like batty energy when I first was using apps, like back in the day. I think that it was an ego boost. I, like I said, I moved into a new apartment. I was living in the city. Um, it was quick to grab a drink with a guy. I didn't have to chat with him too long. Like I just had a lot of confidence with it and it was a whole new world for me. So why I thought that, that was going to be not the same experience now, obviously because of all this, the current circumstances, but I thought that I would have that energy within myself again, that certain confidence, but no, 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 it's a totally different game now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So which ones did you use? And which ones do you prefer? And also I'm interested because mine has, has yours like changed over the years of which ones you prefer and don't prefer? Yes. So back in the day, I downloaded, I think just Bumble and Hinge. And I really didn't like Bumble. I was not a fan of it. And then I downloaded Hinge and I was okay with it. And then I reached a point where I was like, I'm deleting both. And I go through <laughs> these phases. So maybe a week later, I was like, let me not try to like do the most and have every app open and swiping on all these guys. Let me just focus on hinge. I thought that I wasn't just looking at a photo of a guy. I wasn't online shopping. There were some prompts. There was a little substance to it. So I stuck with hinge and then, um, 
now I redownloaded Hinge because I actually met my ex-boyfriend on Hinge. I also should have known that I should not have redownloaded it after that experience, <laughs> but I was like, get back on the horse, try again. So I downloaded Hinge. And then now there's so many apps where like you could be exclusive on it. Um, there's the league and there's Raya. I don't know if it's Raya or Raya. I think it's um, Raya. Raya. Okay. So I have a friend who like finally got off the waiting list and she's on it. Um, and then I was like, well, let me, okay, apply to that. But in the meantime, I heard the league's a little bit easier to get onto. So I'm currently on that. And I have to say, it doesn't matter what's exclusive, <laughs> what job a guy has. These apps are all trash to me. <laughs> they are all, accurate. Accurate. Oh, they're terrible. I hate to say it too, because when I was in a, my past relationship, my friends were like, should I get on the app? I was like, get on it. I'm telling you, I was never about it. My brother was always finding matches and dates and girlfriends on apps. I was like, I used to be against it, but download the app. So I was a preacher of the apps back in the day. But then obviously like I grew up a little bit, I went through not a great relationship and now a few years later, I'm like, oh, man, those poor people that I all told to download the app are probably cursing me. They're in the same boat as me. <laughs> well, you know, you re-download the apps and you learned a lot, which we're going to get into right after the break. Chief-It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. The NFL is back, and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season, now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up-to-the-minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL! Download to your mobile device today at nfl.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. It's time to gear up for the NFL postseason. Yes, sir! Head over to NFLshop.com today for the largest assortment of officially licensed gear. I need it! NFL Shop is your destination for jerseys, T-shirts, headwear, and more. Oh, you're sweet with it! Come back after the game for the best selection of NFL gear anywhere. How you like that, baby? Rep your team pride with styles fit for the whole family. To shop now, go to NFLshop.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Fabiana Bontempo about dating during the pandemic. So Fabiana, once you got back online, you said dating was almost foreign. How did you navigate the apps and decide who to date and who to match with? Well, I think first I was kind of using my friends who were on the apps as guinea pigs. I was seeing like, okay, so during lockdown, like what kind of dates are you going on? What are the guys' intentions? So I was kind of feeling it out through my friends. I'm like, living vicariously through them. And they were like, you know, it's not that bad. We'll go on an outdoor date or a coffee date outside, or we'll do a FaceTime date. FaceTime dates are huge right now. So I figured, okay, it can't be that terrible. And then I got onto it. And then I just think like, I have so many different thoughts that I could go on and on about why it's so terrible right now. I would love to hear though, what is like one or two of the things that you think make it particularly terrible right now? 
Okay. Um, well, I think that people are on it out of boredom. I think they're looking for a human connection. And I think that they just want like, for me personally, one of the reasons I downloaded it was I missed chatting with a guy. I miss a little flirt. I missed maybe him saying that I'm cute and I'm saying he's cute. And we're like, okay, where can this go? That excitement, those butterflies in the beginning before the conversation dies and the guy's a dud and he doesn't put any effort in and so on and so forth. So (laughs) I think that's one of them. And also it's just like a little placeholder right now. More and more people are on it and they think like, like I had a friend experience this. She went on a date with a guy, they hooked up. And then he actually told her that night that he's like, well, I'm just on these apps because once lockdown lifts and everyone's vaccinated, I'm wilding out. I am just going out to the bars and doing the most. So since people can't do that right now, they're just looking for that. Like, let me chat with someone. Let me potentially, I don't know, maybe FaceTime just to have someone. And they might not have the best intentions. That's what I'm realizing. People are not on the apps for the right reason. And they're not being honest about it. And I have a funny example after my BuzzFeed story about this published. Oh, no. Oh, oh you know that people popped out of the woodwork. And like, <laughs> was I in that story? Um, some of the screenshots, those guys, uh, they don't follow me on social media, so they didn't really see me post about my story or anything, thankfully. But one was telling me, I was just talking to my roommate about this. I agree. Dating is so hard for like guys and women. Mind you, this was a guy that I matched with on Hinge. We went from the app to Instagram. So we were following each other, watching each other's stories, throwing a few hard eyes here and there and didn't go anywhere. Never like asked me out on a date. And then, so we're talking about dating and he was like, well, you know what? I'm just so busy right now that I don't have time for a relationship. Hence, that's why I didn't ask you out. I didn't ask him this, but I was like, so what? You're part of the problem. Why are you on the app and swiping on people when you don't really, you're not on it for the right reasons, you know? And like, why are you trying to at least like flirt with someone and, and act like you're going to ask them on a date? Like I eventually got the hint and I was like, I'm not meeting up with this guy. It's not going anywhere. But I was like, so why are you telling me this when we clearly didn't see a future? But like, are you telling the other women that you're matching with? Like that is, you know, that's actually really interesting to me. And I'd love to hear from Steven too, if, if it's, if it's like a guy girl thing or, or something like that. But you know, when I was on dating apps and I'm queer, a lot of people are very like the, they'll say, they'll say like, just looking for like something casual or looking for something more serious. Do you ever see that? Or is that more of like a queer thing where we're being more open and communicative? <laughs> oh yeah. This is a good question. <laughs> so I'll say for, I definitely agree with you, Casey, like from a queer perspective, as a gay man's perspective, people are pretty forthright about what they're looking for for the most part. Although I will add a lot of people think they're looking for something serious until they have the opportunity to have something serious. And then they realize they're actually not looking for anything serious. <laughs> so freaking true. <laughs> it is. It really is. I actually saw someone comment on my story saying that he's like, I have a boyfriend and I'm on some of these apps just to make friends because I'm new to my area. And he's like, I'm really upfront and honest about it. But yet when I'll match with someone, they find out I have a boyfriend. They're like, pissed off at me. And they're like, why wasn't I honest? But he's like, I was. So I, you have to like give the guy credit for at least being upfront why he's on the apps. But if a person's just on it, just to be on it, see, that's the problem. Okay. So <laughs> I do love actually what that one guy said about what's going to happen when bars open back up again, because it seems like all the media coverage is saying young people are going to go absolutely ham. <laughs> like just, I'm scared at this point for what's about to happen. But do you think that's a fair analysis based on what you've seen? 
I think it's a fair analysis. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, I think it's fair. Like all over Instagram, I'm seeing shot girl summer. These <laughs> girls are getting their, their backseat. They're like, let's go. We're oh, single. Oh yeah. Like I could just see, I mean, I don't plan on going nuts, but I know there's a sense in me that's like, okay, well I am single and maybe I shouldn't get into something because then when I could actually like see people in person somewhat safely, then maybe I'd rather that than just meet a guy online right now. And I don't know if it's really like, you know, he's the one. Yeah. Fabiana, I have to know, since you're, you're fighting on the front lines of the <laughs> pandemic <laughs> dating, I, I really need to know what's like one lesson you've learned from this experience of being on the apps in the middle of a pandemic. What's a lesson you'll take from that into your new dating life after the COVID restrictions are uh, eased a little bit? Yeah. Um, I think, and trust me, I've like had in-depth conversations about this with like my best friend and she'll ask me like, well, why are you on the apps? Like, and that's where I really learned about intentional dating. I think at first I wasn't on the app for the right reason. Like I mentioned before, I was missing a flirt, a, a message with someone, someone just to have that witty banter with that. I was like, I have no guys texting me. I have no, no guys in my phone right now. Like I missed that connection. And I think that that just goes to show that I really wasn't, I was part of the problem a little bit. I wasn't on it for the right reasons. I think now months later, I know what I'm looking for. And I know that I would of course like to meet someone and date them, but I'm also, I realize I'm not in a rush. I went on it for not the right reasons. And after going through what I went through, I think that, uh, I need to be more intentional about it and just not rush things. Like being single is not a bad thing. Just enjoy it. As best I could. Well, Fabiana, I'm rooting for you. I know all of BuzzFeed's readers are rooting for you now. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. Thank you for letting me vent about dating. (laughs) That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, Khloe Kardashian can be right and wrong at the same time. People contain multitudes. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. This season, get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Let's go! See every snap from every game with full game replays. What a throw, what a catch! Listen to all the action as it happens with live game audio. Watch the dog, G! Leaping grab Devontae Adams! Plus watch your team on your time with condensed game replays. Get football on your terms with NFL Game Pass. Go to NFL.com slash Game Pass to start your free trial today. You've always had the feeling that there's something strange about reality. According to the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast, there is. On the show, hosts Robert Lamb and Joe McCormick examine neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and much more. Prosthetics are true testaments to not only human craftsmanship and ingenuity, but also to the plasticity of the human brain. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. Thursday, February 10th. 
kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022 delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone.